0: Episode number 79, Camaro Tops Competitors in September
1: Welcome to the Camaro Show A podcast about all things Camaro and GM Performance News I'm Chris Frezza And I'm Jason Debler We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show Want to be part of our show? It's easy Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at
0: 586-486-3182 So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show Hey everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Camero show. This is Chris. What the hell is your problem? I don't know. I just got a case of the giggles all of a sudden. Yeah,
1: What's going on, it man? Happens. I know. It's fun. I'm just hanging out here in Studio South, enjoying the nice post-summer weather. Oh my um it's god. a
0: balmy 80, 85 degrees. Oh my it's god. It's been so beautiful here all week. Not a drop of rain, sunshine. Mm-hmm. And 80 degrees every single day. Hey, Loving it.
1: otherwise, we could be living in Florida right now.
0: I know. Hammered by Hurricane Matthew. I, I, I got to be delicate here. Um, um,
1: bent over by Matthew. So to all our friends and family uh, in the Camaro world and GM Performance world. Stay safe. Um, if you're listening to this show, I hope you're not in Florida because it's... Packing a wallop. Yeah, and it
0: looks like it's going to go back out to sea and come right back again.
1: Yeah. Float like a butterfly, sting like a. Mm, dang. So, got to throw that out there. Yeah. Um, I can't help but think of Brent Franker. Homer Simpson? So he's weathering the storm. Yes. You know what he's doing right now? He's probably polishing drinking his car in his garage and
0: drinking beer. Yeah. Good yeah. for him. Well, I saw the governor told people, get out. Death is imminent. You will die. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, I guess they're serious, huh? Yeah, they don't fool around. And yeah.
1: maybe that's good cause. I mean, they closed down. I have a close friend that was actually taking, uh, for the first time in her uh, in the past four years, taking a vacation, taking her daughter to Disney World for the oh, first time. Oh, yeah. Just like Wally World. Yep. They got there. Sorry, folks. Park closed.
0: I saw that. I saw it for the fourth time in Disney's history. They closed the park. Only the fourth time since they opened. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's, no, it's no got to no be one heck of a storm.
1: Never mind what the governor's, governor says. Disney's closed. We're out of here. Can't go. Get out. Yeah. Right on. All right. So hopefully everybody's safe. Uh, yeah. But let's get on with the show here. We got we got a killer show. We got a great uh, show today. We're going to talk about Camaro sales figures, whoop and whoop. Whoop. we kind of give it away in the title. Um, <laughs> What's going on with the the 2017 and or 2018 Camaro Z twenty eight. Maybe we have a little bit of speculation on that. Um, there's a very cool open house for charity uh, coming up next week at the Lincoln Collection. Um, I'm going to have some cool stuff to give away again. We gave some stuff away before. We're going to do it again. Got some voicemails, um, and then, then we're going to wrap up with just some cool overall general Camaro news. So, having said all that, Chris.
0: Hey, guess Camaro what? Sales. Guess what? What? the last time the Camaro topped the competitors was October of 2014 fast forward September 2016 and Camaro was back on top again all by, all by not by a whole lot but still on top Camaro sold 6577 Camaros uh, i think that's the most uh it's sold in uh 6th generation form uh compared to Mustang's 6429 and challengers fifty six ninety eight. So back on top. Took a couple months, but Ooh. we knew we knew it was going to come around. Um, some people are saying, "Well, you know, Chevrolet was doing some pretty uh, huge rebates and whatnot." Well, here's the thing: um, across the board, Chevrolet was offering uh, select rebates on uh certain models that were available on the lot not all of them so i, I wouldn't say rebates played a huge part of that i mean sales were only up 10 percent from last month someone called this a huge sales you know month for camaro what sticks out more to me is the huge drop in mustang sales what's up with that no and one's it, renting them at Enterprise Rent-A-Car anymore, <laughs> because I want to say Mustang was around. Let me see. What does this graphic say? It was around, it's like around eight or nine thousand units last month, and now it's down to sixty-four twenty-nine. So that's quite a drop. Hmm. Maybe their um, yeah, maybe their uh, rental car uh, sales has finally um, completed. <laughs> for the year <laughs> that's the only thing i can think of dude that's the only thing um but yeah huge congrats the camaro team back on top 6,577 camaro sold last month so yeah
1: you know i think about this a lot though especially since the camaro sales were riding high for a long time and they kind of dropped down it's great to talk sales, and it's great for us to say, yeah, GM wants to make money and everything, but at the end of the day, it's really all about who's enjoying the car and who's
0: not. Yeah. And I guess you as know? long as they're making money so they can keep producing the car. Yeah, then... well, that,
1: That's important, but are they producing a car that people enjoy? Right. I'm enjoying and, the
0: hell out of my car.
1: Yeah, I mean, dude, I, you've had nothing but great things to say about it. Oh, uh it's, it's crazy. I, I You know it. what? I, I'm just, I got to get, I got to get another one. I, I got to get another car project. It, yep. It's killing me here. It's. It, I'm dying. Dying. All right. Anyway, maybe I'll contribute to that uh, September, October uh, sales figures. There
0: you go. I mean, we'll have uh, October sales released while we're away at SEMA. Great transition <laughs> into that because
1: we've been talking about this a lot. We're less than a month away. Yeah. If you're in the Las Vegas area for SEMA or just in the Las Vegas area and avoiding SEMA because you live in Las Vegas, do by all means, we've got a killer Camaro show and just general friendly meet and greet going on. We do this every year. Uh, The middle of the week, SEMA, Uh, uh, Octane Bar and Grill, upstairs of Excalibur. It's not the best hotel in the world, but it's not bad. No. And it's got octane, no. and it's right outside of Men's strip Club.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah, no, we really. Uh, we do a meet and greet every year, and it's always a good time, and uh, we want to invite you to it. So, Chris, if you could link up in the show notes yes. the location and the event. Yep. It's always fun. Uh, I've invited some folks from Magnuson Superchargers and Xenon um, Depot, which is a company actually based out of Canada, um, who I've been working with on my personal projects with my Jeep Grand Cherokee, and and they're starting to become pioneers of LED lighting technology, and they're really cool guys. So we're gonna meet them, plus the usual slew of Camaro and Firebird enthusiasts.
0: Um, it's always a good time. I can't wait.
1: I can't, I can't wait either.
0: Yeah. I can't believe we're only we're less than a month away. I love the event, but it also marks the end of SEMA for me because I always go home the following morning. So we have it on Wednesday night, and then I leave Thursday morning uh, to go home. But we always have a wonderful time at the
1: event. It is. It's 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 extre- extremely friendly, very easygoing. It's casual. So uh, you got to show up if you're in the area. We'd love to have you. We'd love to chat with you. we love talking to our listeners. We've done a few interviews from that event. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Cool stuff. All right. So having said that, we got to move on to the next thing. So with the the news of the ZL1 coming out, and that sort of has faded off over the past couple of weeks, and then suddenly what pops up is the whole new ZR1, possibly to have Mm -hmm. this new version of the LT5 engine. Well, according to news sources, General Motors has trademarked LT5 again. Yep. That's interesting because we always wonder what's going to happen with the Z28. If the ZL1 has the LT4, what's the Z28 going to have? Because we know they're testing it. I mean, if they weren't, we'd be very surprised. So I guess my question is if the LT4 is in the ZL1, the Z28 has the LT5, does that fit? Does that make sense? When's the last time they made an LT5, dude? Well, gosh, that was, was like in the, uh, C4. C4. Right? Yeah, it was that uh, Mercury Marine designed Lotus built, I think, yeah. or the other way around, Lotus designed Mercury Marine built quad valve
0: twin dual cam screaming 400 horsepower. Woo-hoo! It was It was something top of the line back then. It was like, holy cow, LT5, woo, watch out, man. Four camshafts, four valves per cylinder.
1: It's, it's crazy. Yeah. 400 horsepower. It's all about four. Um, and now, you know, we, we all know that that's kind of, you know. Uh, I, I read a nifty little article recently that um, the old LT5 ZR1s have never dropped. And they, they, like, the, the values hit a certain plateau and they've never dropped. Hmm. Like in the past 10, 12 years. They, wow. they remain steady. But the new LT5 is what's in question. There's spy shots of the new Corvette. They're saying it's mid-engine. They're saying it's not mid-engine. They're saying it's this, that, and the other thing. There's videos of it being tested on out out in the (laughs) wild, and it sounds incredible. But what if that that
0: monster of an engine ended up in the Z28? Yeah. That's one of the vehicles we have not seen yet in sixth-generation form. And we can only speculate as to what, could possibly come next. It so, only makes sense, really. It does. I mean, uh, are they going to do an LT5? I don't know. And what kind of engine is that LT5 going to be? If it's not the LT5, then what will it be? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Think about this. Maybe uh, because the ZL1 has a transmission that no other car has, maybe the Z28 will have an engine, an engine that no other car has. Maybe it's a 302, uh, a small displacement, high revving engine, specifically for road racing. Hmm. I think that'd be cooler myself yeah. than having an LT5 in it. It's, it's definitely interesting times. <laughs> love to hear your thoughts on this, dear listener. Yeah, definitely. So uh, be sure to buzz in and let us know what you think is going to happen. Cool. All right. Next up, uh quick note, our friends at the Lincolnfelder Connection. Oh, man, I got bit up by mosquitoes. Sorry. <laughs> um... Our friends at the Lingenfelder Collection has an open house for charity on October 15th.
2: This is benefiting
1: the Pink Fund, uh, which I believe is a, uh, a, well, it's obviously a charity event because the only time the Lingenfelder Collection opens up is for charity. Right. And if you want to see an incredible collection of of cars that you'll never be able to see in one spot for the rest of your life, get on a plane, boat, train, car, whatever it takes to get there, October 15th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Lingenfelder Collection. Nice. Just just incredible. The amount of cars they have. And I think um did Ken get his LaFerrari Ferrari in? I think he did, oh, right?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The
1: cars incredible, dude. Yeah, I know, it's amazing. But you can see j- just a staggering amount of cars that you, that you never thought you'd ever see in person, much less a second time yeah. there. So, and it's all for charity. Totally. So, totally. Head over to the com to get details. And yep. uh, gosh, I wish I could make that. I really do. looks like it's from 10 to 5. Yep. It is indeed. All right. Um, another quick note. Uh, a few weeks ago, we gave away some cool car care products from Griot's Garage. Yep. And the company called Gold Eagle, which is the parent company of Stabil and 303 Products, has sent me a bunch of goodies to give away for our listeners to uh, to test out and try out. And uh, report back on and tell us what they think of it. So stay tuned to future episodes as to how you can win some free stuff to try. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was kind of cool. They found an old video of mine. They said, hey, can we send you more stuff? And I'm like, hey, can we give away some of your stuff? And they said, sure.
0: <laughs> perfect. That nice works and easy, perfect. right? Yeah. So,
1: so bone up on your <laughs> – <laughs> that's what they say, bone up on your Camaro Show trivia because – you're gonna need a little bit of knowledge to win the goodies, yeah. but it's gonna be a big old prize pack. Yeah. It's gonna be leather cleaner and detailer and this, that, and the other thing. So, all right, stay tuned to future episodes. But for this episode, we got to get on some
0: voicemails, right, Chris? Yeah, we got uh, four voicemails this week, and we will start off with the first one right here.
3: Hey guys, this is David from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Just wanted to call in, tell about my first Camaro. I currently own a 2016 uh, 2SS Camaro, the Mosaic Black with the uh, Red interior, but when I was 18, single, and uh, was working at General Motors, I bought a brand new 1980 Camaro Z28, black with a red stripes, uh, 350 V8 with a whopping 175 horsepower. But those air induction flaps on the hood were just cool. I thought they were cool when I was 18. So I kind of have an affection for the uh, late end of the uh, second generation. And currently looking for one uh, that hasn't been totally modified, but that's just a car I had when I was 18 and really love it. Thanks for the show, guys. Really enjoy it. Uh, good hearing all the new stuff about the new Camaros and what's coming out. Keep up the good work. Thanks.
0: Bye. David, thanks for calling in from Atlanta. I think he's a first-time caller as well. I think so. Yeah, we, we spoke last week um, about... What we what got us into Camaros? So that kind of led to the question of, you know, how did you get into Camaros? And I guess, what's your favorite Camaro? So I'm guessing maybe we're going to have callers this week that are going to tell us why they got and into Camaros a- or what their favorite Camaro is. And that's a cool story. Yeah. Nice. Cool. All right. Next one.
2: Hey, Chris and Jason, this is Dan Burke calling from Lansing, Michigan, where I've been watching these trailers full of brand new Camaros rolling down the interstates and just the... Uh, with having a bit of car lust going on in my heart here for one of them cars. But, uh, you know, I've been out of the country for like three and a half months over in Central Asia this year. And, and uh, me and my uh, my, my, uh, my colleague here from MSU, we've been, um, we're both Camaro nuts. In fact, Kevin has a 68 Camaro. And, of course, you know, i still got my third gen. But uh, uh, we were watching Camaros rolling around through Central Asia. And uh, we, some of the cars we spotted was, uh, was, was some nice uh, nice V28 in Baku, Azerbaijan. Uh, we saw them in Almaty, Kazakhstan, as well as Bishkek, Kyrgyzstan. You, you should check these out on Google Earth if you want to see how remote these places are. But the remotest place and the biggest surprise I saw was in, when we were in this old this oil town on the on the coast of the Caspian Sea, Baku. I mean, not Baku. Um, uh, shoot, <laughs> uh, Kazakhstan. It was a uh, oh gosh, I can't believe I forgot the name. I got it. It was just there. Anyways, right on the Steve, right in right in Akhtau, Kazakhstan, uh, was this bright yellow 2016 Camaro uh, SS driving around uh, in this, this desert town. And, and so, it, you know, Camaro is totally international. I mean, it's surprising to see these these cars in these remote places, but uh, Camaro was going everywhere around the world. And I just thought you guys might want to know uh, about, about some of these uh, places that have spotted these cars. But uh, hey, I'm hoping to see you guys. Uh, uh sometime next summer. Uh I got about two thousand dollars with suspension components sitting on the workbench right now for putting into the car. And uh so next year I'm hoping to take it out to Benjamin and do a little bit of road racing with it and um maybe get to those guys. So anyways, we'll talk to all of you later. Um and i uh, hope to listen to your show again real soon. Take care. Bye.
0: Dan, what's going on, buddy? Oh God, we haven't gosh. heard from Dan in forever. Yeah, old friend. Old uh, friend. Way he, back. He used to call into the Camaro Z28.com podcast way back in the day, too.
1: Right. Good to hear from you. I, every now and then, you kind of wonder, like, what's old Dan Burke up to? Yeah. Because you always have some something, cool stuff going on. So globetrotting, doing some, uh, probably some, uh, if I remember right, I'm not going to say this right, but it has something to do with um, inertia. And impact is, and some is what he seismic works on.
0: activity or something. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's <sighs> stuff. I, 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 I watch them on Facebook. I, I watch them on Facebook. That's cool, Dan. Yeah. And and the Camaro is a, a global vehicle, apparently showing up in Kazakhstan in the middle yeah. of the desert. Crablock and Stan. Yeah.
1: Right. Wow. It, did, it wasn't always that way. For you to see a Camaro in a foreign country was extremely rare. And now we know that. Um, it's really expanded with the new architecture and everything. So Dan, thanks for checking in with us. Glad to hear from you.
0: And, um, Gosh, keep us posted on your travels. Yeah, hope to see you again soon too, Dan. And uh, if if you want to give us a call and tell us where you've seen, where the remotest place you've seen a Camaro or what your Camaro story is, here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now we got a couple more here to go through. Cool. Here's the next one. What's up, guys? This is Michael
4: calling from Stanford, Connecticut. Um, it's my second time calling in. Uh, so um, I have a 12 uh, Camaro SS modded out like crazy. But this is my thing. When I was a kid, what got me into Camaros was there was, there was a, a I think it was a 2002. It was like a prototype V01. It was black had like a 500 something cubic inch engine and I can't figure out who made it who I can't even remember I asked my cousin I don't remember maybe you guys so well that's what got me into Camaros I'm a fanatic I'm modding every weekend uh yeah love the show and uh have a good one guys
0: Michael, thanks for calling in. <laughs> Having trouble with his touch tone or something, I don't know. <laughs> thanks for calling in, dude, from Stanford, Connecticut. Yeah, so We, we least, know. We know.
1: We know what you're talking about. We're going to help you out. In fact, we have, dare I say, intimate knowledge of the vehicle you're talking about. And dare we say even further, we have video of that. <laughs> well... <laughs> Yeah, kind of, but I'm not going to release that because it's uh. So uh, <laughs> we, we need we need to clarify this. So GMMG in uh, Marietta, Georgia, was the company that made the fourth gen ZL ones. Um, they also were integral in making the uh, Berger Camaros, mm-hmm. as well as um, the uh, Dale Earnhardt Camaros, yeah. as well as a few other very rare and powerful and. And expensive uh, Camaros and and, and, and rare, pretty Very rare. rare. You
0: know the what was it though? they did a few for Hot Rod. They did some. Right. Um, what was that they, name? It was hot the, Rod Camaros. uh a uh, uh, Dicky Harold. Yes, that's it. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, so
1: what they did is they took fourth gen Camaros and they rebuilt engines and put them in almost, almost like an aftermarket Copo type type deal. The very, very first ZL1 prototype was something that had our windshield banner on it when we <laughs> when Chris and I had Camaro z28.com and um, it was a neat car, man. it was it was very fast. We got video of of me driving it. Um, and Chris, I think you driving it as well. Mm-hmm. Great car to drive that had um, z uh z6 wheels on it, which looked great. It was just a cool car man anybody who has one of those knows what they have so there you have it that's your answer it was gmmg unfortunately they're no longer uh around as far as i know
0: i think they're well i don't know i've they were the makers of the loudmouth exhaust for all the for the fourth gen's cars too let me see let me do no, a search no,
1: a, actually
0: slp was the loudmouth. oh loud. What, what was their what was their one called that was called chambered it was their chambered exhaust
1: yeah, in fact, if you do a quick, uh, gmmginc dot net, their website is still up.
0: Oh and yeah, and the picture of the ZL1's on there.
1: That's there. You go. So that's yeah. going to be your answer. They made they made Firebirds too. They made some really awesome looking Firebirds. Oh, they did. That chambered exhaust sounded excellent. Um, they they made some good cars for a while. It was almost like a, a similar version of what SLP did the fourth gen Camaros so I don't know if they're still uh, in operation so uh, they have an an
0: address they have a telephone number I would call before you order and it says Marietta Georgia I would call before you order Mm. just to
1: make sure because it might be just an old website that hasn't taken down because I know that um...
0: well it does say copyright 2000 through 2008 yeah (laughs) so I'd call first Something. Though. But
1: having said that, um, the folks that ran GMMG, good good folks, uh, great cars. It was a pleasure for us to help um, bring awareness to that car because we did back in two thousand two. We did, and uh, yeah, just just great cars. It's it's one of those things that if you got
0: one, hang on to it because it's going to be worth a bundle in the future. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Great voicemail. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah I'd, I'd love reminiscing too about the old GMMG days too. Yeah. That was fun. Very much so. And we had the caller be, before him, uh, or our first caller, was David from Atlanta. So I wonder if he knew about uh, GMMG back in the day as well. There you go. All right. Uh, let's see here. We have one, one more? more. Yeah.
2: Here we go. It's.
4: Full oh, so Hey, guys. Um, uh, in Myers, doing some shopping, getting birthday card for sexy wifey. Her birthday is on the ninth. She'll be... I don't know. What are well, you not supposed to say, anyway? Uh, my favorite generation Camaro is third gen. I had an 85, IROC G Camaro, with the, uh, what color was that? Electric, sometimes like electric glue. And crushed gray velvet interior on that with the uh, 305 tune port injection. And then I took the Cadillac converter out and uh, had straight pipes to send signaling all the way to the back. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, Can't wait to hear you guys show and hear about um, the upcoming event, the meet and greet in Vegas. So you guys have a wonderful weekend. Uh, Nice. Come this day. I'll be working all weekend to get that mail. out. You guys take care. See ya, Postal
0: Dave. You know, Postal Dave. That was a a very complete and coherent message. I I thought and 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 I could understand it all the way. Yeah, so uh, good job, Postal kinda, Dave. Yeah, kind of crazy, huh? So he uh, he loves the third gens too. In I rock Z that that electric blue. That's cool. That was my favorite color. I rock too. You saw a yeah. lot of those, those blue eye rocks, you know?
1: Every now and then you'd see a silver one or a gray one with red accents. Seemed to be kind of few and far between, though. Yeah. Probably something we could look up in the Camaro White Book. Yeah, probably. But we don't have the time <laughs> for that. All right, so thanks, everybody, for the great voice. Thanks, PD. Good stuff. Yeah. And, God, we could, we can could understand him. That's
0: spectacular. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I got a little bit of a down note. Every now and then we got to do this, but we have to pay our respects. Um, Respected author and journalist Brock Yates has passed away. I remember seeing his name in a lot of the automotive magazines when automotive magazines were the the source for news. Um, He was the editor of Car and Driver magazine, uh, later becoming a pit reporter for CBS, covering NASCAR Winston Cup races in the 80s authored more than 14 books on automotive topics ranging from Harley-Davidson Motorcycles to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway history. Most frequently known for founding the Cannonball Baker Sea to Shining Sea Memorial Trophy Dash, better known as the Cannonball Run. Oh, wow. And uh, he's also credited with screenwriting the movies Smokey and the Bandit 2 and, of course, the Cannonball Run movie. <laughs> wow. So uh, October 21st, 1933 to October 5th, 2016. Wow. Rest in peace, Brock Yates.
0: Yes. Wow. Piece of automotive history there.
1: I only hope that when I kick the old bucket and go to the big garage in the sky that uh, somebody writes a nifty article like that about me.
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: Speaking of kicking the bucket... A very famous car <laughs> has kicked the bucket. We talked about this a couple of episodes ago. Kelly Fromm's military tribute Camaro burnt to the ground uh, coincidentally on September 11th. And uh, this yeah. is real tragic. So I've contributed to the GoFundMe account. Um, Chris, I know you have too. Yeah. Uh, the the first question that everybody has is, well, what about insurance? Well, insurance with a custom car is very, I don't want to say sketchy, but very hit and miss sometimes, depending on your insurance
0: carrier. Well, it sounds like the insurance is covering the car, but they're not going to cover all the modifications and and the time and the effort that went into making that car. And, Chris, you
1: are very familiar with this sort of thing back many years ago. Oh, yes. And when I had a highly modified car, I made sure that I put a special rider on it. Um, But I don't even know if – thankfully, I don't know if that would actually cover the time and effort just the monetary value. So, uh, yes, they had insurance. Kelly From did have insurance, but it will not cover the cost to build the next tribute car and a new car hauler to haul it in. Kelly's car would go from uh, event to event, raising awareness and funds for our veterans and um, to provide um, service dogs and companion dogs for our, um, our, 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 our veterans who uh, come back from fighting who, like mad.
0: Who of which and, Kelly uh, is
1: one of them. That, that very true. So, having said all that, go to GoFundMe.com slash FreedomFighter2, the number two, read the details, throw a few bucks in. I did. I'm going to get a kick-ass t-shirt, and I'm going to get my name on the plaque that's going to travel with the next car that gets built. I yep. really appreciate what he does. Yep.
0: Totally. Totally. And I look forward to seeing him at SEMA.
1: Yeah. And... I doubt he'll have one done by then, No, but no. at least we can talk to him about it. Maybe yep. we can even get an interview with what he's got. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's
0: coming to our meet and greet.
1: Nice. All right. Um, we're just about out of time, but I do have one more thing. Uh, yes, I guess you could say this is a um, a downturn. Something has died, but not a person. After 91 years, Ford's Australian car production of the Ford Falcon has ended. Crickets. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, what does this have to do with Camaro? Not much, but it has to do with car culture. Um, the most famous Ford Falcon was the 1973 XB GT Ford Falcon Coupe that became the Interceptor driven by Mel Gibson's character, Max, in the movie The Road Warrior. Um, Ford, General Motors, and Toyota Motor Company... Uh, announced in 2013 they were quitting Australia and shedding 6,600 jobs Jobs, excuse me, because of high production costs, distance from the potential export markets, and increasing competition. So one more nail in the coffin of, of Australian car production. It's kind of sad because if we think about it, the 5th Gen Camaro was heavily Australian-based. Of course, the last generation of Pontiac GTO was very much so as well. So uh, rest in peace, uh, Ford Falcon.
0: <laughs> okay. Alrighty then. And I, I'm pretty much going to wrap with that. Okay. Good deal.
1: Chris, how are you liking your six Gen Convertible?
0: Oh, I'm freaking loving it. As we talked about at the beginning of the show, it's been absolutely gorgeous weather here still in the Detroit area, so the top's been down every single day. I don't like driving the car with the top up anymore. I'd much rather have a a freer, open driving experience to hear that that exhaust roar, let me tell you. Oh, it sounds so awesome. <laughs> it sounds so up. when you come home, you don't even put the top up.
1: You just throw it in the garage with the top down and that's then you it. pull it out on the next day. That's it. That's awesome. Love it. Makes me want a convertible. Yeah, it's fun. It's real fun. Well, but, you know what you need? You need some 303 convertible top cleaner.
0: That's pretty brand new right now, so maybe maybe in the future I will as it gets no, dirty. I'll hang on to a bottle for you. Do they have something that gets fuzzies off the, the convertible top cleaner?
1: I don't know. Maybe you should try what they sent me and uh, you can fu- you can tell us. Oh, okay. I still have that, uh, where is it? Here in my desk drawer here. The uh, Griot's Garage uh, Fine Surface Prep Mitt, too. Oh, okay. I actually used that on my on my daily driver. It works well. Yeah. I pretty much threw all my clay away. Really? It's expensive, but it's so easy to use. It's like wiping a car down. Hmm.
0: It's so easy to use.
1: So if you don't know what we're talking about, check out Griot's Garage. Um, Look for uh, the fine surface prep mitt. It will replace any clay bar you've ever used, and you'll be happy about it.
0: And you don't have to worry about dropping it on the ground. I did drop mine on the
1: ground. You know what I did? I rinsed it off and went back to work. Nice. Piece of cake. They didn't pay me to say that. I just like it. It's a great product. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think we're done with this episode.
0: Yeah, just a couple more episodes to go till we're in Vegas for SEMA. Yeah. <laughs> we got to see uh, you there. It's going to be a good time. Yep. So until then, we'll see you next week. See ya.
1: Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586 486 3182. We'll see you next week. See, see ya. ya.